to Springfield Classic Rock. It's 535 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be partly to mostly sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 43. It's 17 right now in downtown Springfield. Great to have you back. Hey, great to be back. So hard carrying this whole thing on my own shoulders. You didn't. Marty was here with you. Yeah, I know, but I had to do news, weather. It's all right. You survived. It was two days. I barely got through it. Wait till I go away for a week. Ah, Jesus. Hey, what a show today, boy. Tom Cotter is going to be joining us. Yeah. He's coming to uh, Mohegan Sun on the 29th, March 1st and 2nd for a whole bunch of shows. He's also doing a bunch of uh, uh, charity shows later on. Some pretty cool ones. I want to ask him about that. All right. Yeah. We'll get down to the down and dirty with that. Uh, there's all of that stuff, and there's other things too. Uh, uh, by the way, check out the podcast on uh, with the bank brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sale, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. There you go. Five thirty six on Rock one hundred two. Call or text us anytime on the Route Ten Tire Listener Line at four one hundred two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's five fifty one, and Stevie Ray Vaughan with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. It is uh, going to be a mix of sun and clouds today with a high of thirty nine. Tomorrow cloudy with a high of forty three. It is seventeen right now in downtown Springfield. Oh yeah. oh oh! Yeah, just, just go right in. Right I would go into it. Whoever you, yeah, that's what I would do. Somehow you. Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. Uh, Madonna left her Seattle audience shocked over the weekend after she fell from a chair during one of her performances at Climate Pledge Arena as she moved too far to the beat. In a video obtained by TMZ, the incident took place when the 65-year-old singer sat on a chair while performing Open Your Heart. Oof. And apparently your hips and your uh, <laughs> everything else. Open your arms because I'm about to fall. Uh, a dancer then tried to move the chair along a lengthy section of the stage. However, the choreography hit a, a snag when the dancer appeared to lose control of the chair, resulting in both Madonna and the dancer falling backward onto their backs. It's unclear if Madonna st- sustained any injuries, uh, but she didn't look like she did. But... You don't know. You know, you, uh, that stuff can uh, hit you a few days later. You know, at our age, uh, Steve, and by that I mean me and, me and Madonna, it just takes one bad fall to crack a pelvis, you yeah. know, to break your hip, you know, and then, and then what do you do? Then what do you do? You, you can't you, 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 you can't do any of those uh, great moves to songs like Papa Don't Preach or uh, Borderline. Oh, I love Borderline. Oh, I mean, too. That's a great tune. That is a good one. Crazy for You is a good one. You know, that reminds me of the 1984 movie Vision Quest with Matthew Modine. I couldn't see why yeah. you would feel that way yeah. since it was uh, highly prominent in the soundtrack. Well, that was the title song to the uh, to the movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the title song. It was just a it was the it was the song for Close the movie. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, appearing momentarily stunned by the mishap, the material girl singer was seen lying on the ground briefly before quickly getting back on her feet, continuing the show as if the incident had not occurred. I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay. Pop it on bridge. Pop it on bridge. Pop it on. I'm having my baby. He's having it. I made up my mind. <laughs> I'm having a baby. <sighs> Jay Leno uh, apparently has a thing for chicks born on September 5th. He's got a buddy. Have you ever been attracted to someone just because of their astrological sign? No. 
Uh, it's kind of like that, but not intentional. He's He has a habit of falling in love with women who were born on September 5th. That includes his current wife, Mavis. Gotcha. In a 2016 interview, Jay said, quote, I live with five women and every one of them was born on the same day. I can look at a woman and go, September 5th. Really? <sighs> All right. Say, for example, you had a woman who was born on September 5th. Yeah. August 5th. October 5th. And November 5th. Yeah. Which one do you choose? The September 5th one. No. Why? You choose the one with the biggest boobs. Oh, is that how it works? I don't think he... He is a big boob himself, so I don't think he's looking for that kind of thing. I don't need to have big boobs. I'm already a big boob myself. Uh, I don't know why that is. I don't look for a woman born on September 5th. I just wind up being attracted to him. When he first met Mavis, he asked her if she was, quote, born on or around September 5th when she told him it was, she was indeed a 9-5 baby. All he could do was laugh. Wow. What, that, what are the odds? In that same interview, Jay remembered having uh, Kathy Guyswhite. Is that how you say her name? I guess. Uh, she wrote the comic strip, Kathy. Oh, yes. And uh, he had her on the show, and he found himself attracted to her, so he asked for her birthday, and bam, September 5th. As weird as uh, it is, Jay doesn't question it. Quote, I'm one of those people who accept things exactly as they appear to be. Unless I feel somebody's threatening my uh, my late night host, and then I'll take the show back from them for at least a couple of years until somebody else comes in. You know, that's my sister's birthday. I want to keep her the hell away from Jay, Jay Leno. Leno. I think most women would want to stay away from Jay Leno. I feel bad for him, though, because, you know, he's dealing with the wife now who's got, like, dementia and Alzheimer's. Right. That sucks. Not that's, good. That's not a that's not a fun uh, position to be in. But Especially as far after as, you've had all those skin grafts from the fire. But separating the art from the artist, uh, he's a horrible comedian. I don't know how he ever became. He's a good good. comedian. He's a terrible talk show host. Isn't it? Isn't it one in the same? No, it's not. It's totally different. Uh, it's a totally different set of talent. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly isn't always known for his rational decisions, and here we go again. Uh, he got into serious. He got some serious ink done. His skin is now most almost a solid black, from his arms to his shoulders and down to his upper torso. How sexy is that? No kidding. Uh, there are some spots left uncovered to make designs, like a huge cross on his chest. His tattoo artist posted a picture and said, quote, Never met a tougher one. MGK posted another pic and captured it for spiritual purposes only. He said in his Instagram stories that the work required 44 needles. He looks like the like the spider suit when Spider-Man goes with the, <laughs> the black spider suit. <laughs> You know, isn't that wasn't that the, like the yeah. bad one that kind of made him? Uh, I think so. Come out, you know. Then again, okay, head to toe. Does that mean like everything got inked up? Yeah, I don't know if uh, his 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 junk. All the various bits and pieces that did the you know when well, there are needles involved there. It's like uh, down to his like right below his pecs, and then he's got sort of a bare chest but it's really like the big black cross is, is across his stomach too it's it's a, it's a not a good yeah, look. I don't I, I, I couldn't go that far uh, that's a lot of money well I guess he he, well, he can afford it machine gun but, Kelly he do whatever he wants but still uh, a new movie version of Stephen King's Salem's lot was filmed in 2021 and still hasn't been released and King wants to know why he's actually seen it and he thinks it's quite good yes because he he wrote the story and for he it. stands to make money out of it in a tweet he described it as quote uh old school horror filmmaking uh slow build big payoff well, like a quentin tarantino film 
Yeah. Four hour slow build until finally but, but a great, at the end. Great last 30 seconds. The uh, This could be uh, bad news for King, though, because the culprit here is Warner Brothers. They've already shelved two major films that were completely finished Batgirl and uh, Coyote vs. Acme and took tax write offs. They uh, That could be what they're doing here. As for what uh, King thinks is happening, he says, quote, Who knows? I just write the effing things. Well, that's a good way to look at it. Once you've sold the rights. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no longer your decision to make. So, you know, if, if Warner wants to put this on the shelf, it's their business. That's true. But it's also money that you're not going to get either. But he, he sold yeah. the rights. He's already made money. Damn it. I, I wish know. I hadn't signed that paper. Uh, Kim Kardashian spent $96,000 on a Tesla Cybertruck. Really? Yeah. She almost had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had a vehicle like that was when Ray J crashed the custard truck into the Chum Tunnel in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. What kind of mileage did you get on a custard truck? 69,000 <laughs> miles per gallon. Because there is no gas. You know? Yeah, I know. It's unless, all you're runs in the, unless you're in the chamber in the back. That's his Elon <laughs> Tusk. That's what he calls it. Uh, Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but uh, I once enjoyed the sideways sloppy joe. <laughs> I then moved on to the whisker biscuit with cheese. What are, you, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is after I was all done, her face looked like a dented can of Alpo. <laughs> Slightly opened at the top. <laughs> you can get that on the discount rack at the grocery store. <laughs> There's still perfectly good stuff inside oh, yeah, of there. It's yeah. not hardly ruined. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash that we're going to do. Ah! Win big right now at Gary Rome Kia. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, we're just 2,762 days before I can retire from this godforsaken business. I'm always very mindful about how others go out. When a professional athlete, for example, announces his retirement, I find myself asking a lot of questions. Questions such as, what sort of matching contribution did his employer provide on his 401k? Will they be choosing to defer his or her social security benefits until the age of 67? And of course, I also wonder what sort of medical insurance premiums they'll have to pay until they qualify for Medicare. For example, after 16 glorious seasons with the New England Patriots, Matthew Slater has announced that he's retiring from the NFL after 16 glorious seasons. 10 Pro Bowl appearances, just one shy of tying the NFL record, and of course he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I'd say he's earned the right to hang it all up. He's also played in 239 games for the Patriots, second only to Tom Brady. He's played in 29 postseason games, the 11th most in NFL history. These are all great achievements. Achievements that may one day put him in the Football Hall of Fame with his Hall of Fame father, former Rams tackle Big Bad Jackie Slater, who cranked out 20 productive NFL seasons. And yet, despite all that, I cannot help but wonder what sort of annuities he's carrying and what sort of premiums he'll be paying for any life insurance policies he might have. I'd also like to know whether those are term policies because now might be the right time to convert. Listen, I'm seven and a half years away from retirement, and while that may seem like I got a lot of time ahead of me, tomorrow I'll be down to just 2,761 days left to go. And at my age, you can never start preparing too soon. Of course, I'm sure Matthew Slater's a pretty smart fella, but I know a lot of pretty smart fellas that simply did not plan ahead, and I would hate to see Matthew Slater be one of those guys. 
So good luck to you, Matthew. May you live a life of health and happiness combined with a sound financial plan that involves a rigorously diverse spectrum of high-yield investing. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Need paint at 7 o'clock? It's about an hour away. You want to go to Rocky's on Liberty Street. Steve-O, the new paint advisor, wants to meet you, wants to help you. He's a seasoned paint store professional who is there to do whatever you need to do to get your painting project off the ground. Good people like Steve-O and rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock at 613 in Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be a mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 37. Tomorrow more of the same with a high of 34. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Comedian Tom Cotter is going to be joining us after 8 o'clock. He's got a couple of shows coming to uh, Mohegan Sun on the 29th, 1st, and 2nd. So we'll talk to him about that and some other stuff too. Uh, so I uh, took a couple days off, obviously, uh, Monday and Tuesday. Really? I didn't notice. Yeah, I'm sure you did. With all the work that you had and I to did, do. actually. is a lot more than I wanted to do. Um, and by the way, your editing skills on the podcast are worse than mine. So What I, what I screw up? I don't know. There's like a whole set of commercials in there that uh, didn't belong in there. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you can do. That's all right. It happens. Sometimes I, I get the wrong one up there. Listen, so. podcast listeners love commercials. That's why it's always good to know that you're brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Look at you like a smooth silk sheet. Just sliding that in there. You know, they don't give that Hall of Fame award just as any uh, mouth-breathing dope. That's right. They give it to you. <laughs> I'm yeah. the mouth-breathing dope. Right. I got it. Right. Uh, so I, t- I took the kids to New York City for a couple days. That's uh, cool. It, it was cool. It, and it was one of those things where, you know, they had been there when they were little, you know, probably four and five years old. Mm-hmm. But you don't remember any nah. of that stuff uh, kind of thing. But uh, I said, well, let's let's go for a couple days. We'll do some sightseeing. We'll do, you know, like it was all mostly touristy stuff. I didn't uh, get into the, you know, um, I don't know, specialty things. I don't even know what that would be. No, like did you take them to like the, uh, the Statue of Liberty? No, no, no. You didn't go there? No, it's, that, that, that's the thing. The city is so big that you can't get everything done that you want to do in one day. You'd have to spend like four or five days there. However, uh, two days there was like was like spending a month. I only need like a full hour in New York to say, yeah. this is a great, great city. I'm so yeah. glad I get to go yes. home. Yeah. The, the good thing is with President's Day, there, was, there wasn't that many people around. Like the traffic was easy to get in and out. There was a, you know, there wasn't a lot of people on the, on the train. That's there good. There wasn't a lot of people, you know, so that was, that was the positive uh, piece to that. But uh, we got there, uh, we drove down, and I stayed in New Jersey in, uh, in a Sheraton. Ooh, nice. Yeah, well, I didn't know Sheraton, Marriott owns Sheraton now. I didn't realize that. They do? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't it, know that either. Because you can become a, uh, a bond... You're a, you got a, the Bonvoy rewards? The, the Bonvoy uh, membership. Do you know who I am? I'm a Bonvoy member. I'm a Marriott Bonvoy member. That's who I am, sir. <laughs> Which doesn't get you anything unless you have like a, a certain amount of points. Here, Here's the thing about, you know, the, the hotel was only like 125 bucks a night. Sure. Right? Yeah. But... Parking is $35 a night, mm-hmm. and if you want to get on the internet, it's another 10 bucks a night. Right. Because I don't have enough status on my Marriott Bonvoy Awards yet 
to reach the free internet that would come along with it. Yeah, you, you, and, or do they have like the two-tier internet? Like one is like like five bucks, but if you want to do if you want internet that's actually usable, you got to pay like ten or twelve. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what it, it was like. Tiered internet. I'm like, no, I'm not paying. I'm not. I'm not doing this because a we're really just staying here just to sleep anyway. Nobody's really using that much bandwidth uh, on a device that you, that we're gonna record what? Yeah, well, well, the the lower tier internet service yeah. is awful. It is, and I don't know why anybody would do that. Yeah, be, because you have to go with the higher, yeah, well, the higher speed. It's all, it's all, right, it's all. Of course, it is. What it it's is. A rip off. Um, but the thing, you know, the thing, nobody offers like free breakfast anymore. Like they don't do that. Everything was pay. You have to pay for. They don't even give you free coffee. You had to pay for the coffee. So they give you that crappy little thing in the in your room if you want to if you want a a cup of dirty dishwater yeah but then to go downstairs in the lobby it's four dollars for a coffee please and i was so of course i paid for it because i really wanted a coffee and i wasn't going to walk two miles to the starbucks Mm -hmm. uh but they four bucks and the the guy goes yeah but you can come back here all the way up until 2 p.m to refill that yeah for four bucks a refill no, four bucks one time. Oh, they give a free refill. Yeah, but it's four dollars. It's coffee. Yeah, right? how much coffee are you gonna really get to make that worth it? But you're already charging everybody thirty five dollars a night to park at your <laughs> at your facility. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just pointing out like how everything is a cost. Everybody wants their little piece of the pie, and they know because you're a tourist that you're getting. Oh, we can screw this guy. I gotta uh, I gotta go to Long Island in June. Yeah. For a, for a conference, and uh, I stay at a Marriott. Oh, is that your dead cat swinging uh, conference? That oh you yeah, go to there? yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be going to that anyway. Uh, it you stay at a Marriott, really close to where the uh, the conference is. Uh, they don't charge for the parking, but they do get you on the breakfast. Yeah, like that breakfast buffet is like thirty bucks, and that's it ain't re- that great. That's ridiculous. It ain't that great. Yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah, man, are you gonna eat thirty dollars worth of breakfast? Well, and that was the other thing. They 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 had breakfast in the hotel. You could eat at the restaurant, which was probably like you just said. Yeah, you know, I I saw fifteen ninety five for two eggs and a piece of toast. So I'm like, oh, well, I can see where this is going. Yeah. And you know, the other thing the thing is, if you go there, the cheapest thing to do is yeah. to order off the menu. But right. nobody wants to sit around and wait to have their stuff off the menu. So everyone winds up getting the breakfast buffet because it's the simplest thing to do. Less hassle. Right. But they charge an arm and a leg for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridic- it's, and it's, it's not good. It's insane. So uh, it's unbelievable. So we got I, said, I think you would think your Bonvoy membership would yeah. get you a little bit better breakfast than this. So we get to we get to the hotel and then we go uh, we we take uh, I said well let's go into the city let's go to well, we're gonna go we had a trip to the Empire State Building we were gonna go to nice yeah and it it was cool I I enjoy my, my kids are great to to travel with they they really have a good sense of humor about them they're they don't really complain too much mm-hmm. about anything and uh, we we have a good time I, I'm really you know happy with my travel partners that I that I take along That's with awesome. me. Otherwise I wouldn't want to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and bitch about something all the time, I don't, I don't want to go. But uh but you know, they're willing to 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 let me take them on these well, little adventures. They're, they're still at that age where traveling with dad is still kinda cool. Is it really? It I said kinda cool. Kinda I said cool. it's I didn't say it was the greatest thing you could ever well, do. There's gonna come a time when the last thing they're gonna want to be is out of town with you. With dad, yeah. 
So we uh, we go to the Empire State Building, and that was the that was the co- coolest thing to see at night. I've never seen it. At, oh yeah, like, like at night, and it was the weather was perfect for it because it was clear. Mm. It was chilly when you got to the top of the building, but you know what they have up there? Now, have you ever been up there? Uh, n- not at night. I've been in the daytime, but yeah, but never never at night. They have those propane heater things outside. Yeah, on on the deck, so you don't have to worry about. I mean, the wind is still blowing on certain sides of the building, so you wouldn't want to stand there. But they have those heaters that that keep you warm through there. And that was like you know watching you know your kids see. Wow, look at that! Like, yeah. This is the coolest thing, and it was you know cool for me too. Um, but that was like fifty dollars to a person to get up to the top of the. Oh thing. yeah, I was telling you about the uh, yeah about the observatory of the, yeah. the the old Sears Tower in Chicago, which is now the Willis Tower. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, like twenty five years ago, they were charging you almost like twenty five bucks. Yeah, to get in the observatory. Now when you're up there, it's like oh my god, this is like the coolest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, but then you walk off say. Was it $25 worth of the coolest thing I've ever seen? Probably not. Probably not. No, it, it, it was not worth it at all. Yeah. Uh, but so then, we, you know, we then we took him. I took him into Times Square. We got some pizza uh, from Ray's. Uh, you go, original Ray's or famous Ray's? It's just Ray's. No, it was like this little Italy pizza. They got them all over the city. Sure. Uh, but it was good. I, I really, that, that's like one of the things I crave. However... For three slices of pizza and three sodas was like thirty five dollars, <laughs> but we went. We had to go in my 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 youngest daughter w- had to go into this Sephora store in Times Square, right? Because there's not like six of them around us here. Yeah, but it's different. Uh, New York Sephora is so much better. Yes, than... and so much more expensive if yes. you wanted to buy something there. Luckily, there w- this wasn't uh, let's buy something here today. But we go in there, and, and the overwhelming smell of perfume. You know when you go into Yankee Candle, mm-hmm. and all you can smell is all the different smells coming, and it gets almost sickening? Yeah. Well, picture that times 10 with the waft of the East River coming at you. That's what I think a Kardashian would smell like. <laughs> that, that, like the clearance sale at a Sephora. Yeah, it was it was it was gross, but it's like this is all of this touristy trap stuff. But but we're doing it. It's not like I'm I'm immune to this thing. We're we're going yeah. to to see all these things. But it's like, how do people afford to live down there? Because we not even in the in the non-touristy areas. Like when we went downtown the next day. Like a bagel was eight bucks for one bagel. Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's not a place that makes a lot of sense to live in. You you mean you gotta you gotta you gotta crack the bank to live like in say Midtown and expect to have a life. Yeah, like like the minimum like you know salary must be like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And even they're broke. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because you know, rent is like thirty five hundred dollars a month for a freaking uh, for, for a broom closet. It's 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 pretty insane how expensive it is. Every every time I I go to the city, I have a great time, but I cannot wait to leave. I I, I could not. It's a great place to visit. I can't even imagine trying to fashion a lifestyle there no. and live. I couldn't even imagine doing it. But the but the highlight of the trip uh, was when we got to the Freedom Tower and uh, and by the way that that whole nine eleven memorial is is very cool. Very uh, to see 
uh, obviously, it's not cool that it had to have been built. But, no, but but, but, it, but it was a, very somber. Very you know, people are very respectful. Down what they there. put in its place is very appropriate. And then they you know to go up in the top of the Freedom Tower, it's a pretty cool view from up there too. Like, sure, you know, you got like a three sixty uh, view going on there. And I'm really proud of my kids because uh, my oldest, uh, you know, we're looking out the window of this tower, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's a snow penis." <laughs> And when she zooms in, it was in Battery Park City, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe probably a mile away. Uh, and she's zooming in on the camera. And there, I put the picture up. You can see this perfect, perfect snow penis in the thing. You know what? I've raised some good kids. <laughs> I really have. Like, like, that was like, you know oh, what? Yeah, this yeah. whole trip was worth it. You got to be proud. Yeah, you got to be proud. Absolutely. Yeah. It's 625 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You know, people. It's 628 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown has the forecast for you. Uh, real quick, uh, Friday, you're going to be at Free Music Friday at uh, the Aria Ballroom at MGM. The Eagles Experience, America's most authentic Eagles tribute show, will be uh, performing there. Now, I'm going to tell you. There's also a Thunderbirds hockey game going on on Friday night, too. So uh, try to make your plans uh, get down there uh, maybe a little bit early, earlier know. than you might expect. For some reason, I don't foresee a problem with me getting there. I see a problem with you getting there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. Because I have the wherewithal to at least, uh, you know what, let's park somewhere and just hoof it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, I hope you you find your way in. It's actually only it's supposed to be like fifty five degrees on Friday. It's gonna be really nice out. Yeah. 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 So and that's I a that's walk. a great yeah. night to to walk to the city to get into MGM. Well, I'm just saying I uh, I have more sense than you do. Well, I'm just trying to help. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, you might want to get down uh, downtown a little bit early and uh, and park your car. By the way, I drove, I drove past the uh, the Civic Center parking garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all framed up. It's looking good. Oh, yeah? Yes. Looking it, looking snazzy. I seeing, saw a picture of it on TV. Seeing progress. Loads of progress. Is it built, right? The shell? It's like half built? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how what the percentage is, but uh, I mean, it looks like they've gotten a lot done over the course of the last couple months. Well, let's open it soon. All right. This uh, traffic is getting ridiculous. You want to laugh? I do. All right. Let's it's Bex and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's Classic Rock. So I, uh, you know, my trip to New York City, I, I wound up getting a hold of this EpiPen. You did? Yeah. A uh, guy on a subway gave it to me as he was dying. I, I guess he really wanted me to have it. Get it? Because he was dying. Oh, I see. It gives okay. me the EpiPen. Yeah, it gives you the to give it to give to him. <sighs> Humor is much more effective when explained. <laughs> well, it's much yeah. more effective when it's funny, too. Oh, and it, well, it's also uh, maybe I should have come prepared with one instead of just reading the first one off the uh, thing. Uh, I, th- there's not even anything funny on here. Oh, it's okay, Steve. Well, there you go. You know what? It's my first day back. I just need some time to settle in. That's that's what I need. Backs and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Yeah. 6.34 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. An uh, elderly woman has died following a pedestrian crash on Cabot Street in Holyoke Friday. According to the Hamden DA spokesperson Jim Lydon, Holyoke police were called to a car crash involving a pedestrian at the intersection of Maple and Cabot Street. A 74-year-old Holyoke woman uh, was taken to Bay State Medical Center but died from her injuries on Friday the 22 News crew could see yellow police tape blocking the area around 1 p.m. 
The identity of the woman has not been released at this time. The crash is being investigated by the Holyoke Police and the Hamden County DA's office. Did you also notice if the driver stuck around to cooperate with police? <sighs> it's it's ugh, sick. It's almost troublesome. Especially that, with that, a story like that. Yeah, a story like that, and then the only thing they can focus on, the only thing we saw it was the police tape. Really? Did wow. you bother asking any questions about what happened and any of that? From Friday? I, it's, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, a woman from Springfield was in court on Tuesday afternoon after she was indicted on sex trafficking charges in 2018. It's been nearly six years since Lou Yang was indicted for sex trafficking. Yang is accused of running a prostitution operation with Stephen Forsley in Springfield. Forsley and Yang were... Forsley and Yang sounds like a good cop show. Forsley tonight on CBS. Like a Cagney and Lacey, yeah. you know, or Simon and Simon. It's a very special Forsley and Yang. What was uh, what was Simon and Simon? Were they like private investigators? Is that what they were? Uh, you know what? It's been so long since I saw Simon and Simon. I don't remember the uh, the plot line, and I couldn't remember which one I uh, I, I felt the uh, you know more of a kinship with, whether it was Simon or Simon. Kind of torn. Um, I only liked the theme song. When I was a kid, I don't. I never knew what the show was about. Really, I thought it. I thought it was like two guys who were like private investigators or something like that. But I just love the like they rode around in a jeep. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they had that uh, cool montage in the beginning of the show. Got to have a good montage. You have to have a good montage. Anyway, uh, Yang is accused of running a prostitute. Uh, for, they were back in. I'm just trying to get here. Forsley and Yang were arrested back in January of 2018 after a months-long investigation into the day spa and health and relaxation spa in Springfield. The uh, two are accused of offering sexual activity between women and buyers in exchange for a fee. The AG's office alleges that the two advertised these sexual services online and transported victims. Yang allegedly received the most of the profits from the sexual encounters with which the AG's office says were laundered into the spa business. Thousands of dollars in cash were allegedly found at the business in Yang's home throughout the investigation. Yang faces human tra- trafficking and money laundering charges. Opening arguments began Tuesday uh, Tuesday afternoon. Forsley will hmm. be tried separately. Oddly enough, if you go into either the Better Business Bureau website or to Yelp, yeah, got pretty decent reviews. You know, if you had like a like a kink in your neck, oh yeah, you know, or like a like a like a you know lower back issue, they work they work those knots out. I got a kink. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Ralph Cramden. Pow. Right in the kisser. (laughs) The uh, Springfield police are looking for the public's help in locating a missing woman. According to the Springfield Police Department, 54-year-old Deosa King refused to be seen by EMTs and left the Forest Park area on Commonwealth Avenue. If you've seen Deosa and her... You know what? This this has been updated, too. They found this woman. I saw the update yesterday. Why is this still on the front page of your website on 22? Doesn't say. You don't have any updated information. There's no update at the very bottom of the story. It just it just hit me as I was reading that that I did read the update on Facebook last night saying this woman has been found. Well, (sighs) uh, apparently the news station was not uh, fully aware of that uh, development. What did you see? What did you see when you were down there? I saw her return home. We saw a poster with her picture on it. It was crazy. 
By the way, Simon and Simon were uh, polar opposite brothers. Uh, you know, oh. And, uh, man, they were two uh, private investigators in yeah. San Diego. I knew it was private investigators. Jameson Parker and Gerald McRaney. Yeah. As uh, Rick and A.J. Simon. That was one, of he- well, that was one hell of a theme song. It was. <laughs> right. I believe that's how it goes. Uh, two people uh, were injured in a fire on State Street in Ludlow on Monday, according to Ludlow Fire Chief Ryan Pease and State Fire Marshal John Devine. Firefighters were called to State Street around 5.30 p.m. for a fire. Two adults were found injured and were taken to a nearby hospital. One of those people were later taken to Boston for additional care. After crews talked to witnesses and observed the damages, they believe the fire involved home medical oxygen, which can uh, make a fire start and spread faster. The exact cause of the fire is still under investigation, but we know that fire thrives on oxygen, said Chief Pease. Home oxygen can create an environment where fires will start easier, spread faster, and burn hotter. If you or someone you love uses home oxygen, it's especially important to practice fire safety. Sparks and open flame can easily cause hair, clothing, bedding, and upholstery to ignite and cause terrible burns. Mm. Home oxygen is a factor in fire-related injuries every year in uh, Massachusetts, according to State Fire Marshal Devine. Don't let this vital medical tool contribute to a fire hazard. Candles, smoking materials, and other open flames can start the serious fire in an oxygen-rich environment. At least seven of these fires have claimed residents' lives since 2021. Uh, Local fire officials say oxygen is safe and non-flammable, but it does support combustion. Lieutenant Tony Spear of the West Springfield Fire Department said what ends up happening is it's igniting and burning the oxygen that's coming out, which could follow that line all the way up to the cylinder, then causing the explosion. Damn. It's kind of like pouring gasoline out of a can over yeah. a fire and then the and then the flames going, you know, catching the rest of the liquid into the can. Not good. Uh, that's crazy. Um, I remember years ago when I worked, when I was in Syracuse, you. <laughs> I worked at a bar, uh, like cooking in the back, like I was doing like short order, like wings and sandwiches and stuff like that. Right. And uh, there was Betty and Fran. Betty and Fran were this elderly couple who they would drive around in this pickup truck, and Fran had uh, COPD, uh-huh. so he had an oxygen tank. Yeah. And uh, and Betty would be driving Fran everywhere they went, including the bar, because that was their daily Sunday afternoon activity. Mm-hmm. And uh, Betty would be seen pulling up to the building while uh, Fran was on the oxygen tank, and she was smoking a big, fat, giant two-by-four cigarette, <laughs> like a some kind of Eve Light 120 or something like that. And uh, we, we would all comment going, yeah, one of these days they're gonna blow themselves up. Yeah, and then the, and then Fran just died with uh, combustion. No, he just died. Just he died. Was, it was just one of the you know one of those unfortunate things that the man just died. And well, uh, I mean, it sounds to me like that couple was cheating death every every well, single we, Sunday. We never got to see the truck blow up, which yeah. was kind of a disappointment. <laughs> You know, because everybody said, you know, once you once you throw it out there in the universe, yeah. and then sometimes it happens. You know what I mean? Like you talk about something, and then all of a sudden it, it happens to you. Yeah. You know, I, I try not to be a real judgmental guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the most part. But if I saw a couple going into a bar on a Sunday, coming out of a smoky uh, vehicle, uh, you know, whatever that kind of vehicle it may be. Yeah. And uh, one of them is dragging an oxygen tank behind them. Yeah. I'm gonna. Just leap to the assumption that these are not a couple of health nuts. No, probably not. Like, you know, it's a Sunday afternoon in a bar. 
you know, it's not them. Uh, it's not them like you know working out in a gym. N- n- nor were they concerned about fire safety at all. Yeah, it's like yeah. they've, uh, in a way, you could say they're this. This was all <laughs> kind of foretold in the past. Mm. This is where they would end up. Uh, a 33-year-old man in Canada has been convicted of sexual assault. It's a very serious a crime, but the details are kind of ridiculous. The guy's grand scheme was this. He'd meet men online pretending to be a woman named Angela. Then he'd invite them to his home for anonymous fun, but there were some rules. Mm-hmm. There was no talking, and the men wouldn't see him, and instead they'd uh, interact through a hole in a sheet that was hanging in a doorway. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. And this, he, this is what we're going to do. And he did this. <laughs> what do I do? Just put it right through the hole in the sheet. Uh, the perp did this twice that we know of, and he was caught when the second victim simply pulled the sheet down and saw him on the other side wearing a black wig. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, not, even, you're not even really trying, are you? At that point. Well, he hung the sheet. That had to take some time. That's yeah. that's some effort right there. Yeah, well, what do you, you, gotta hang, you ever try to hang a sheet in a doorway? It's like thumbtacks don't really hold it up that well. Yeah, clearly the masking eventually. tape didn't hold. Right. Uh, it's unclear why he wore the wig if they wouldn't see him. Well, he maybe, wanted to look pretty. Maybe the silhouette behind the sheet. Ooh, <laughs> look at me. You ever see that? It was like <laughs> looks like a Jessica Rabbit figure, and then you pull it back, and it's, you know, ugh. Uh... I guess the first victim didn't catch on to this. Or didn't care. I guess. You know, but that was, I would think that the more you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. Uh, the man has been sentenced to more than two years in prison, which makes it seem kind of worth it to do it that way. Well, I don't I don't know if it's really worth it, but uh, you won't need to hang up a blanket, a, a, a sheet when you're in prison. Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is that oh, your... Oh. Ooh, look at those sheets. Are those your downy balls that are showing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like a Mr. Snuggle Bear hanging out behind the sheet. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Just come closer to the sheet. Just come. Mmm, <laughs> Snuggle. That's mm. my name. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is that, going to be your prison nickname. Snuggle, Snuggle, Snuggle Bear. Yeah, uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be a mix of sun and clouds with a high at thirty-seven. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high at thirty-four. It's thirty-three right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock One Hundred Two. Ah, yeah. Springfield's classic. It's six fifty-three. And the Alban Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, uh, partly cloudy with a high of 43. It's 17 right now in downtown Springfield. You should uh, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest is uh, my longtime friend Cheryl Pavelski from Omnivore Recordings. Cheryl has won now four Grammys. The latest one is for producing this incredible box set called Written in Their Soul, the Stax Sunwriter, uh, Songwriters Demos. Uh, it is, it's, it's an enormous <laughs> undertaking that took her 17 years to complete. It is totally, uh, 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 totally worth, uh, the Grammy. And it's a really cool conversation. That's all brought to you by Metro Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Uh, and you'll hear it on Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Uh, I ate some pretty good food, uh, while I was away. Did you? And, uh, yesterday was no exception. We were leaving uh, the hotel. I, I waited till like all the rush hour traffic was gone, and then by, by about nine thirty, ten o'clock, yeah, started getting on the road. But then we stopped for for breakfast at this place in uh, uh, 
I think it's Clifton, New Jersey. It's uh, it's called the TikTok Diner. I, my dad used to take us there all the time. There's a there's a TikTok in the city. Too. There there is, but and I don't is, think is the I same TikTok. I don't think it's the same owners. But this one has been there since, yeah. you know, 1948, and, you know, it was kind of a little nostalgic. My parents used to meet there all the time. Oh, that's uh, nice. Years ago. So I said, let's go. And, and the food is, like, really good there, really good. And um, one of my favorite things uh, is from a kid, and I, and I brought you some of this the one time, the Taylor pork roll. Oh, yes. It's like, I don't know what, I don't know what they spice it with. But it's it's basically fatty, fatty ham. Yeah, that's uh, compressed with salt and spices, and 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 you slice it real thin. Yeah, yeah. And then you put it on a griddle, and then it it curls or, or it kind of makes like a dome on the griddle. Kind of like when you fry up bologna. Exactly, and then yes. you flip it over, and then you get it nice and fried. Well, they had this uh, they had this special called the Mick Jagger. Right. What's that? It's that ham. On like an open-faced bun uh-huh. with uh, eggs over the top of it. Yeah. And then disco fries to go along with it. What are, what are disco fries? You never had disco fries? It's kind of like poutine, but it's with cheese. And it, it's like it, it's almost like a like a nacho, like a fries oh, nacho. I, I didn't realize they had a name. Yeah. Because I've been eating them that way forever. Yeah, and that stuff, uh, that ham is like, it was like yeah. biting into a piece of heaven. God. It's just so good. I, but, lo- uh, I love pork products from uh, top to I can't think of a single thing on a pig I don't love. Yeah, but uh, but watch the faces of two kids when you're saying, hey, we're going to the TikTok diner, and they're thinking like it's this uh, yeah. thing, and it's just a, an old diner. It, that's all it is. It yeah, but you know, sometimes- to do with TikTok, the, the platform. Yeah, but you know, sometimes <laughs> those, those old diners, yeah. those old greasy spoon type of diners are the best places in the world. Oh, it's clean. Like it's, like it's, truck like truck stop restaurants. You would never think it'd be all that great. This, I'm telling you, some like truck stops are uh, the food is incredible. Well, this place has evolved over the years. You know, I, I think the last time I was in there was probably about 25 years ago, and now they have like a full bar in there. It's like one. It's one of these, and most of these these diners do now. Yeah. They have these full bars that are available. So Because what drunks need at 2 o'clock in the morning is not only food, but more alcohol. Yeah. Well, so we went to the TikTok when we were in New York, but went to the one, uh, you know, like in New York and uh, in the city. And yeah, they were they were serving like Moses and Bloody Marys. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. We didn't really want to be drinking that early, so we didn't because we weren't drinking later either. But yeah. nevertheless, it's like it, it was a hell of an operation. Yeah. And I got like some omelet with like chorizo in it. Like, ooh, man, it was so good. You know, I used to, I, I want to, I should have, I should have stopped at a grocery store and picked up a roll of that Taylor pork roll, but I didn't think about it until I was well far away. Yeah. But there's got to be a place that sells it around here. I remember the 90 meat outlet used to sell like uh, like slices of it. It's like, like sliced like bologna, like, a, like an Oscar Mayer package. Right. But uh, I haven't been down there in years, and I and I the, I think I stopped going there was because they didn't have it anymore. This is the Taylor pork Taylor roll? pork roll. Yeah, I think you can get it online. Yeah, but for how much? Well, they're, they're selling it at, uh, on Amazon for sixty nine dollars. Yeah, but you get oh, two. It's a it's a three pound two pack. A three pound two pack. Yeah, three pounds can, each. Six pounds. You can also get the six pound uh, version for. Hundred and two dollars and forty nine cents. I don't need that much. All right. How much sodium and fat can you possibly consume in one sitting? Uh, a lot. 
Yeah. Act technically, yes. You think so? If they do, they are delicious. When you gave me one, I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can see where you're going with that one. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, if if anybody knows where you can get Taylor pork roll around here, let me know. It's six fifty eight with Max and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. Live. And now Max's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know if you were aware of this, but the Boston Red Sox are just three days away from their start of their preseason schedule in Fort Myers against the Baltimore Orioles. That's right. Baseball is practically here with opening day in Seattle just 36 days away from today and the home opener at fan-friendly Fenway Park 12 days later. Now, I know last season was a bit of a dumpster fire with that last place finish and all, but with every new season, there's a wondrously renewed sense of optimism that perhaps this year might be different. Perhaps this is the year where the Red Sox finish next to last, or maybe they'll get hot and finish in third place. Obviously, it's a fool's game to start projecting now, especially since the Red Sox have been so damn busy during the offseason. Must have been exhausting watch all those great free agents sign with other teams. I know I certainly got tired of it, and yet one cannot help but wonder if the Red Sox simply had other plans. Plans that did not involve spending money. Of course, you might be surprised to hear that not everybody is happy with the way the Red Sox did nothing over the winter. One such gloomy gust would be Red Sox third baseman Raphael Devers. Yesterday, Devers informed reporters that the front office needed to, quote, make adjustments to help us players to be in a better position to win. He then added, everybody knows what we need. You know what we need, and they know what we need. It's just that there are some things I can't say out loud. But everybody that knows the organization and knows the game knows what we need. Now, you might wonder, well, what the hell do they need? Well, I would be happy to share that answer with you, but everybody already knows what they need. They need guys who can hit baseballs. They need guys who can score runs. They need guys who can prevent other teams from doing the same. And at the same time, they need pitchers who are thoroughly unhittable. Get me those kinds of guys during what remains the offseason. I think you'll be very satisfied with uh, with just about everybody. But give me more of what we had last year, and I think you can expect a mutiny. And that's not something that the Red Sox need. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Go to Rocky's, get the Craftsman Battery and Charger Starter Kit for power tools, 99 bucks, and get your first Craftsman Power Tool for free. A circular saw, jigsaw, reciprocating saw, an angle grinder, your choice. Craftsman Tools available right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 714. That would be The Who on Rock 102. No, who was that? That was The Who. No, who was it, though? Who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I just, I just told you. All right. See I'm what we did there? Of you. That's like a, yeah. a comedy classic right there. Uh, it's going to be uh, mostly sunny uh, with a high of 39. Tomorrow, a uh, mix of sun and clouds with a high of 43. It's 17 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, before you get into anything, I think we want to call an audible. I actually have a story to tell. I wasn't sure I was going to tell it. You know, I think, what the hell am I going to tell it? Oh, okay. Is, is that okay? If I just uh, switch things around, or you got like a lot of things going on here? We, we, anything I'm talking about can be talked about at another time, except right. for Aaron Lewis. Apparently, we don't like him on our show. We got no, I got no problem with Aaron Lewis. I don't know. This guy, I mean, I'll let you tell your story, but this guy wrote in going, I can't believe you didn't have Aaron Lewis on the show. For the most part, you guys are good guys, but uh, how could you miss a guy like Aaron Lewis? Well, first of all, he's a country music artist. I don't know... Uh, Listen, 
Aaron has been in the yeah. studio, and remember when he uh, screwed up the national anthem? Yeah. I I yeah. invited him yeah. on the air to join us at our live show a few years ago, it, and I never got a response. Yeah, he... It, he knows where we are. He knows who he, we are. Yes. If he wanted to talk to us, he could. And you know what? When people sell out shows, which I'm sure he did. They don't need us. He doesn't need us. Yeah. He doesn't need us to promote it. So why would he uh, bother wanting to come on this uh, yeah. program? So this guy who thinks that we dropped yeah. the ball by not having Aaron on, believe me, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not because we wouldn't welcome him back it's just you know listen sometimes yeah. uh, aaron lewis doesn't really want to be around us they get, they, you know and the guy pointed out that uh, aaron is in fact from springfield massachusetts you don't say never heard that before really yeah. huh well that would suggest that maybe many members of the band may have been from this area too what i know are you kidding me it makes you think it does you know i'm not a handy guy at all i mean when it comes to like fixing stuff uh, I can fix you a sandwich. I can, uh, I can, I can, uh, I can, I could probably fix the laundry. But when it comes to like a plot, fiddle yourself in an afternoon when nobody's home. Oh with yeah, just the dog watching. Even, and even then, he might be not all that interested. He puts his head in the couch. Of course he does. Anyway, I, I uh, I'm not the kind of guy that can fix, say, a broken appliance. Right. I'm more likely to be the guy to break the uh, the appliance. Which really is uh, what I'm getting at. Many years ago, when we bought the house, we also bought a brand spanking new dishwasher. Yeah. And I don't want to say where I bought it, but I've had uh, issues with this local uh, business before. What's it rhyme with? I'd rather not say, but if you're a longtime listener of the show, you might want to uh, how, buy. How's through, the through, olive oil at the I, store? I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. I'm not mentioning names. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not doing that. All I'm saying is this uh, thing, since we bought it, has had problems, mm -hmm. okay? It's had uh, manufacturing defects, uh, which, uh, you know, spilled puddles of water on our, our kitchen floor. Yeah. And I don't like puddles of water coming from the dishwasher. No. It's one of the things I uh, I got a real, it's a, one of my real bugaboos. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Uh, as it turns out, over the course of uh, only six years, I may or may not have you know when the, like, the, the door of a dishwasher is open and you may not really be paying attention to what you do and you, you maybe you kick the door accidentally? Like you, closed that? or kicked it sideways? Uh, it, it, no, I didn't kick it closed. Like it kicked it sideways. Yeah, well, like you bumped into it. Yeah. Well, so there's, like a, there's a little plastic panel on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, on the, uh, like the, where, where I call the, the, on the display panel. Like yeah. it's inside the, the, the top of the door. I may or may not have kicked that thing right off and cracked it in half. That was a while ago. All right. Okay. So that so that was uh, one thing. So like you know, all the display buttons are not really protected by anything. All right. So that's a problem, right? <clears throat> Recently, uh, for whatever reason, the dishwasher has stopped working. Like no, it won't go on. And no electricity is going through it. No nothing. Yeah, you know, the breaker downstairs is uh, is fine. It's got a dedicated breaker. No problem. Nothing with the breaker. It's appears to be a dead machine yeah now uh, as you know dishes still gotta get washed and i'm coming down with a terrible case of dishpan hands as a result of it and i i'm uh, i'm up to here with uh, washing uh, dishes by hand mm -hmm. I, I i'm 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 completely done with that uh however uh my father-in-law who is one of these guys that can fix nearly everything yeah like really handy guy with like an awesome set of tools yeah 
he uh, he finally gets the, uh, around the, the stopping over and says, well, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Well, in order for you to take a look at it, you got to pull it out. Yeah, you got to take the whole thing apart. So, you're right. You got you to pull it out from underneath the, the counter and, uh, and and take a look at what's going on down there. Because you, know, you don't know what you're doing with that. I so don't. That's know. why you let a guy with tools know what he's doing. If you if you're the kind of guy that can't fix stuff or doesn't really have a real great set of tools, you need to be somewhat related to someone who does. Okay. Now, Otherwise, so, you are useless to the Baxendales. I'm useless to the Baxendales and to uh, to my wife's whole family. God forbid there's ever a problem and they and they need my help. Because I, I, I don't even know what I could possibly do. Well, you definitely know how to remove waste from a camper. So if anybody has uh, that kind of experience, you could help them with that. I don't think my wife's family has that need at somebody the moment. Somebody might. Maybe. One day, somebody might buy one. Yeah, anyway, I, I can tell you how to clean a crapper tank, but I can't tell you how to fix a, a dishwasher. Right. So, so we say, okay, well, let's pull this thing out. So um, for whatever reason, it's hung up on something. Can't pull it out. And we're trying. So... You can imagine this. I got my uh, my father-in-law, me, and my wife all trying to pull this thing out. Yeah. Okay? As we're heaving and hoeing to pull this thing out, all of a sudden, the dishwasher explodes. What? Explodes. Explodes in what way? Uh, I, I'm, I'm at the, like the bottom right corner, and I'm pulling it, see? And all of a sudden... There's a spark, a pop, and then some smoke. Oh. It explodes in my house. At that point, I make an immediate executive decision. I told my father-in-law to grab his tools and go home. It is time for a new dishwasher. Because to me, if an appliance explodes in your house, it's a pretty good indication that maybe it's time for a new one. Perhaps do you, th- do you follow that uh, that train of logic? That yeah, if things I would are exploding imagine. in the house. It might be the right time to get rid of it. Well, it sounds like some bad electrical engineering uh, going on there. Well, Who's it the sounds like electrician that put that uh, plug in. Well, see, it sounds like the dopey bastard that put it in, and that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Didn't leave any slack behind it, so it couldn't come out. And uh, although we got it out like four inches and still can't get the thing out because I think the uh, my father-in-law believes that the uh, uh, something he said, I don't know. It was once he got into technical uh, uh, jargon, it just it, it, it no longer sounded like English to me. So. Uh, so, yeah, I had a I had a thing explode in my hands. That's I, scary, dude. It was wicked You're scary. Lucky you didn't get electrocuted. I know. And then where would this show be? I wouldn't be able to do the view from the couch after being electrocuted. I wouldn't be able to, you know, get caught in traffic going to a free music Friday at MGM if I had been electrocuted. Listen, many people who have held this position uh, have been fried out of their minds. Oh, so it really yes. doesn't matter uh, if you were to get electrocuted. But you very, can still do this job. Oh, yeah. They've been fried, yeah. but by other things. Usually not by an, ele- by an electrical current right. popping out of an appliance that was incorrectly installed yeah. by... I don't want to say who, but I think you know who I'm talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. That's why I'm not saying their name, because I don't want you to talk about who I'm talking about. Okay. But I think you can guess who I'm talking about by process of elimination. There's only so many stores selling appliances these days. It was Best Buy, wasn't it? I'm not saying. I'm not saying. All, all I know is... 
that is, I'm in the market for a new dishwasher, yeah. and one will be purchased soon. I am looking for, and I'll take recommendations if you want to uh, go on the Route 10 Tire listener line at 293-1021 or email me at Bax at Rock 102. I'm looking for an explosion-free dishwasher, yeah. one that will not explode through impact, misuse, yeah. or through uh, uh, or through any kind of uh, improper installation. If you can uh, make your recommendations, I'd be happy to I'll accept them. I'll tell you them. right off the bat, Kluwitz is the, the perfect place to go. You know what? Yeah. I have considered Kluwitz. I've had good luck in other uh, in other ways with Kluwitz. However, uh, you know, I'm open to all, except that one, and I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but having, having talk said about that, Bob's discount furniture like that. I, I don't think Bob sells no, they don't. <laughs> sell they don't. dishwashers, but... Uh, Nevertheless, I just uh, I just want to point that out there. But uh, I am uh, you are you are this close to have have lost a radio partner. Yeah, yeah I mean I could very easily have died yesterday. But really, yet, I like to think yes. And had my hand been on that wire, right? Yeah. Okay, and it, it exploded like that, Steve. Yeah. I I could have I could have uh, been like that guy. In the uh, in the Guinness Book, who'd been hit by lightning seven times, it just shows blood in his hat. I could have been that guy. I could have uh, been laid out, smoldering, twitching, and stuff. Yeah, you're lucky you don't have one of those fetishes where uh, you have to like uh, mount inanimate objects like dishwashers. You know what I mean? Like I've, the, I've like never done a, that. That's how you get KitchenAids. Ironically, it is a KitchenAid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at that. The, yeah. the irony of that, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You tested okay. positive for GE first, and then you <laughs> then you move on to the KitchenAids. I've got a GED. That's I my get problem. GED. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's seven twenty-five in Rock One Hundred Two. It's seven twenty-eight with Bax and Nagel in Rock One Hundred Two. Daniel Brown has the forecast. He's bad, bad. Daniel Brown. Y'all want to start calling him Downtown Dan Brown? We should call him Downtown. Or like Dan Downtown Brown. Julie Brown? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're related in, in any way, but it would be kind of cool to call him Downtown Daniel Brown. All right, uh, loves. We're gonna get the weather forecast in here today. All right. Who is that? It's Downtown Daniel Brown. Yeah, see, that'd be yeah. that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. it a lot. Uh, thank you to everybody who has uh, made suggestions that uh, you know where I should go. And uh, what I should do to get a non-exploding uh, appliance for my kitchen? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking for the uh, the least explosive model. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. The least explosive. Model. Yeah, I like I you know and you know it, it may be I'll, I'll like I need like a washer and dryer at some point. Uh, I would like the uh, the least explosive uh, explosive model on that one too. Um, what? But is it? It's. It might not be the dishwasher. It sounds like it was the wiring when it was hooked up. Oh yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. But uh, but uh, nevertheless, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little bugged out about explosions in my house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've only seen that one other time, Explosion. and it wasn't. Yeah. When I lived in uh, Forest Park many years ago. Yeah. Uh, I had a guy who was uh, checking out our furnace. Yeah. And it was uh, one of these. Uh, those. Uh, so the guy went in there and uh, he's looking at the pilot light and it had three pilot lights and like, uh, you know, they were all out and he decides to, to light them. But in doing that, a big giant fireball came pouring out of this thing and burned his eyebrows off. Did you go? Meh, 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 meh. 
I want fireball. Th- uh, this incident actually predated uh, 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 Mr. Worldwide. So, uh, well, it, it, well, it, yeah, Mr. Worldwide used to be an appliance repairman before he became a mu- musician, and uh, he was. Yeah. Actually, matter of fact, he was the guy that was in your uh, in your basement. Yeah, be- you're right. Be- be- yeah. Before Pitbull started to uh, do music, he had a full head of hair. Yeah, and he lost it trying to fix my furnace. And did and he looked at you and said, "I'm a fireball." Yeah. What happened to that guy? Uh, he was, he Did said, he, leave? he said curse word yeah. <laughs> and then fixed the furnace. We had a guy like that in my parents' house in Wilbraham. He came over to, it was a new stove that my parents bought. It was a gas stove. And, uh, this guy's trying to hook it up. And my mother and I are sitting there at the kitchen table as he's doing this. And all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> and there's like sparks fly out of the wall. And, uh, yeah. he, he just, he just grabs all this stuff. I can't do this, and he just walks out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a. I real... think it was from the same place you got yours from too. <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah, yeah. Very possible. I, I want to try to eliminate the possibility of electrocution as, as best as I can. Listen, as much as uh, it costs, <laughs> you really should hire a licensed electrician to yeah. do that kind of stuff. No, I'm aware of that. Yeah. I, I did have uh, someone say, did you accidentally check off the exploding option? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I probably should have flipped that switch. I, I would rather pay the extra money uh, to make sure it's safe versus uh, saving a few bucks uh, by having uh, Couldn't agree with Jimmy you more. the Handyman come over. Could uh, not who, agree who with would, you more. Who will do it for a 12-pack of Goose Island and a couple of shots of pop-off. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if if you can install it, I'll give you a free pack of cigarettes. Well, there you go. I like to sweeten the pot. You walk a mile for a camel? No, but I'd install a dishwasher for you. It's 732 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here's your weapon. It's 7.35 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, by the way, you're brought to you by Health New England there with you every step of the way. Uh, thanks, Bax. The, uh, the trial will continue for the woman accused of operating a sex trafficking ring out of two Springfield businesses back in 2018. Trial began on Tuesday for 66-year-old Lou Lang. According to the state attorney general's office, back in 2018, the now 70-year-old Stephen Forsley and Yang were accused of operating massage parlors as a front for human trafficking and prostitution. Allegedly, the pair offered sexual activities between women and buyers in exchange for a fee. A jury was waived in Yang's trial, and court proceedings are expected to continue on Wednesday at Hamden Superior Court. Now, do you have the uh, the exact addresses of these two places? Well, uh, I, I mean, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> I believe they're closed now. Ah. I don't think they're uh, they're back in business. They didn't uh, franchise out. No, but uh, I wonder if they were on RubMaps.com, where they give you the how many hands. Yeah, uh, for a five five hands or like a, a five hand. star, like a five hand review. Kind of like the Michelin uh, thing. That, right, that, like the Michelin stars. Yeah, where is the best place to get HJs? <laughs> It is is on the is on the rub maps. Yeah, I mean, other than the, the human trafficking thing is uh, is uh, is is not preferred. But you know the uh, the actual you know the actual act of what they're doing is uh, you know does provide at least some level of service. It's just you know surprising that there aren't more massage therapists willing to do that kind of work. Um, well, massage therapists are actual like medically trained people like when you go to a, a professional mm-hmm. massage place uh, that is not part of the offering uh that they give you 
Yeah, but you ever go to like uh, you, ever, you know, hear the stories how like there's like a secret menu at McDonald's or Burger King. Like if you ask, you know, carefully, uh, they'll give you what you want. It's a secret menu. You ever mm-hmm. hear about that? No, I I would imagine that a massage therapist that is open all the time with walk-ins. Uh, past the hours of 6 p.m. Yeah. Might indicate that there's something fishy going on. But there. Steve, if I got a knot in the small yeah. of my back and yeah. it's and it's and it's killing me. Yeah. And it's like nine o'clock at night. I mean, I, I can't. I'm not gonna sleep all night with that knot. You know, you know, with those monkey fist in my back. Right. You know, I mean, sometimes in an emergency situation, I I, I need to have that thing uh, worked out, rubbed down. Are you telling me that some of these places that are open late at night might not be on the up and up or might not actually be licensed to perform I, that kind of work? I don't think I've uh, I've had maybe 10 massages in my life. Yeah, I don't think any one of them that I say, ah, you know what? It's 11 o'clock at night. You know what I can really go for right now is a massage. Hey, there happens to be one open. Until midnight. I know. If I get there now. Well, I know massage certifications are not really what you do. In fact, many people working here have no real documentation whatsoever. But is there any way you can help me? Because that's killing me back there. You know, uh, they got that. Uh, I always wanted to go to that school up there in East Hampton. Because I think they offer them for pretty fairly cheap. Uh-huh. Because they're trying to they're trying to teach the students how to how to do that. I don't believe that they teach that class there. Yeah, maybe that's something you got to. Uh... You find that at the Steve Nagel College of Criminal Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's what the acronym is for. Right? I see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the state attorney general's office uh, announcing additional indictments of a Mass Health Medicaid consultant in Springfield, accused of stealing thousands of dollars from nursing home residents. Back in November, Kaylee Giberson was indicted for allegedly stealing from three elderly people at the home. The attorney general's office now claims she stole from four more people there. Oh, so she was making the rounds. Authorities say she used their debit card uh, information for her own personal purchases to Amazon, DoorDash, Starbucks, and Disney World. That's probably the thing that gave it away. Which part? The Disney World tickets. Maybe. You know, uh, you could probably maybe not recognize an Amazon charge because everybody has Amazon. A lot of people have Amazon. Uh, DoorDash. You know, there's some people who order DoorDash. Starbucks and Disney World. Yeah, maybe like a like a $7,000 trip to Disney might, uh, might set off some red flags. Perhaps. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think the Disney tickets gave it away because those are like one ticket, depending on how many days you go for. It could be. Anywhere from two hundred to, especially if you're staying on the Disney grounds, like say say the Grand Floridian or the, uh, or the Polynesian. Ooh, the Polynesian! I stayed there. I've stayed there. That was actually a nice place. You stick around for the luau? I did stick around for the luau. I heard that during COVID they they stopped doing the luau. I don't know if they ever brought it back. I went there before COVID. Mm, yeah, me too. It happened, and uh, the only thing I didn't like about that was. You have to go to the parks during the day. Otherwise, there ain't nothing open on the grounds, uh, like at the resort. True. Like uh, like they have arcades there, like all this stuff that you could be doing there, but that stuff isn't open until like 5 or 6 at night. Right. Because they want you out of the resort. They want you going to the parks and spending the money there. 
You know what kind of resorts I like? I like the resorts where you don't ever want to leave the resort. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, like I've been to like, you know, resorts on Jamaica and and uh, the Bahamas and like the last thing that anyone wants wants to do is put their lives on the line by getting off the resort grounds. Yeah. But if you got a good resort and uh you know, they're you got waiters and waitresses coming to you on the beach on your deck chair. Yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah, I mean that's that's like the best thing ever. Yeah, you that can't. And, and a bar uh, uh, that's like right next to the pool. Like you swim up to the bar. That was like that in Aruba. Yes. That was like my only experience I've ever had with that. You know what I love about that? What? It's like you can sit there and drink in the bar in the pool all day long. Yeah. And never have to get up. You know what? You know what I'm saying? That was the thing that bothered me. My wife and I were sitting there, and we were on the on the dry side. We uh-huh. were on the, you know, where you sit down, you walk up and you sit down. Yeah. And then on the opposite side of the bar was in the pool. Now, we're sitting there for probably a good two hours. Sure. Uh, just ordering drink after yeah, drink yeah. after drink. But realize, we're getting up to go to the bathroom, and uh, we're noticing these two guys yeah. hadn't moved at all Sure, during the two hours, and their legs were still, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because your, your butt is in the water. Right. That's disgusting. You do realize that there are two things going on. Yeah. Okay. One, there is the uh, the scientific uh, uh, thing called water displacement. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're in a, if you're in a gigantic pool, okay, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of that kind of gets dispersed throughout the yeah, pool I and a filtration that. system. I get it. The other thing is, what do you think a public pool is, uh, is all about? Urinating in? It's a it's an outdoor glorified mm. toilet. That's it's what they're one, all about. It's one of those things that uh, I did when I was a kid. Yeah, but I could never do that as an adult. Oh, ever. what what are you too good for that? If I'm in the ocean, I could probably do it. Right, but I can't do it in a swimming pool. Yeah, but think of all the many creatures of the ocean yes. that are doing the and very w- same thing. Okay, but uh, that's all natural pee. Fish so pee. is the stuff in the pool, and the, and the ocean doesn't have a filtration system. Nor, do, uh, nor does it have, nor does it have uh, chlorine. Yes, which but, kills but all the that ocean stuff. is a lot bigger than your uh, than your your above ground pool. Listen, if I'm at a resort and I can swim up to the bar and sit on a on a stool that's partially underwater, yeah, Baxi ain't leaving I'm under s- any circumstances. I'm parking it r- right here. That's it. I am not leaving the stool unless. I, there's another stool waiting somewhere else. That's disgusting. I'm just that. Then at, right. at that point, I'm leaving the pool. A uh, man wanted for crimes in multiple Connecticut towns was arrested after he led police on an intense pursuit on I-91 on Tuesday evening. evening. Enfield police identified the suspect as Stephen Pinto, who ironically was driving a Pinto. Was he really? No, he mm. wasn't. Pinto was wanted for a robbery that uh, happened in a town in in town in January. Officers saw his vehicle outside of the Big Y on Tuesday. They said he was committing a larceny there. Uh, he then engaged police in a pursuit and led officers onto I-91. Police dis- deployed the spikes on the highway, which they said punctured all of Pinto's tires. Uh, oh, poor Pinto. <laughs> poor, poor Pinto. State police, state police and Enfield police uh, followed Pinto until the pursuit stopped near exit 42. Pinto was then taken into custody. Police said Pinto was uh, wanted on four other arrest warrants in different jurisdictions. His uh, charges and bond were not yet released by police, and no one was hurt in the pursuit. You get chased from a big Y? 
I mean, what did he steal from Big Boy? Uh, it said larceny. Larceny. So that's after like a, after a certain amount of money. Yeah. Well, it was no surprise. It was it was his Big Boy. <laughs> this is the store I signed up for my club savings with. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of thirty nine. Tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds with a high of forty three. It is fifteen right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock One Hundred Two. Hiya. A work-life balance. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.53 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The latest from the greatest Tom Petty right here on Wacky 102. <laughs> uh, somebody wrote a text in and said, uh, running down a dream, more like running off a cliff to get away from all the Tom Petty this station plays. Oh, my God. Yeah, what, 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 where did Tom Petty go so south? I mean, you know, it used to be <laughs> Steve Miller. We could easily... Yeah, talk about Steve okay. Miller, but but Tom but, Petty. But but here's my issue with it. It's not that I don't like Tom Petty. I just don't like the same three songs that we play over and over again. The guy has a catalog uh, that's what got maybe what a hundred songs at least. Yeah, at least, at you least. Know, so why is it just these? Those Steve, three? because we play the greatest <laughs> hits of all time. Yes, and he had several other hits. It's not like, you know, don't I'm have time him. to play them all. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we can play Stop Dragging My Heart Around with that uh, that duet he did with yeah, Stevie Nicks. That I would mean, be great. That would be the one. Hey, Rock 102 wants to put you on the lawn all summer long at the Xfinity Theater in Hartford. Can you imagine that? Winning uh, all of those uh, tickets on the lawn? Will you be buried next to Tom Petty? No, I don't believe so. I don't believe he's buried up there. Uh, or down there, I should say. You can sign up at rock102.com before February 25th. Today's the 21st, so what does that leave you? Only Four a handful days. of days to do it. Uh, one winner, chosen at random to get a pair of lawn passes to great shows all summer long at the Xfinity Theater from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Um, I don't know. What else is going on? Well, we got Tom Cotter coming up in a little bit. Tom's oh, that's gonna, right. Tom's going to, yeah, o'clock. after 8 o'clock, he's going to be at Mohegan Sun. We'll tell you all about that and some other stuff, too. All right. We are looking forward to that. Uh, well, we have some time, right? we got a little bit of time. Oh, I don't want to too, too late. I don't want to take too much away from Tom. All right. Well, here, let me uh, tell you about this. Up. Oh, I'm sorry. We're all out of time. It's 7.55 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 808 and Billy Squire with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You know, every week we push that comedy show for uh, $20 and dinner and you get comedy and all that yeah. stuff. Well, for 35 bucks, you can uh, not only get comedy, but an STD as well from uh, Mohegan Sun. <laughs> On the phone with us right now uh, is comedian Tom Cotter. He's going to uh, the Comics Roadhouse next week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. How you doing, Tom? Good morning, gentlemen. It's not lost on me that I'm following the song Stroke Me. Thank you for that. Well, hey, well, we I, did that on purpose. I thought you'd appreciate the most masturbatory song in our arsenal. Very, very much appreciated. <laughs> Thank you very You know, I'm a little older now, as you know. I just turned 40 in 2005, and so now, at middle age, <laughs> I cry a lot more. At least, not just because I'm a Patriots fan and I'm allergic to pepper spray, but I, I find that I'm more emotional now. <laughs> I cry when I masturbate. And I call it tear-jerking. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> and having different fluids leave your body at the same time. I recommend it. It's, it's kind of like saying goodbye to old friends, isn't it? Yeah, just like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're coming, to, uh, you're coming to Mohegan. It's been a while since you've... Uh, I am coming to Mohegan. It's yeah. been a while since you've been out there, isn't it? 
Last time I was there, they gave me a really warm welcome, which uh, by that I mean they set me on fire. They don't like Indian jokes there, uh, so i got to stay away from those this time. Um, they, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm back there. Anytime I can be around booze and gambling and tell jokes, that's a wonderful experience. Uh, yeah, so. that, that makes the comedy experience. I mean, you have all this material there now. You know, watching these people come in, losing half of their mortgage uh, on a slot machine, and you're there to make I them laugh. It. I love it when they're pulling the oxygen tank behind them <laughs> as they walk through and smoking at the same time. That's, uh, this isn't Joey Bishop. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they want the old Catskill guys, and they get me. By the way, we're closing it out uh, the month of February. I'm there February 29th through March 2nd. What better way to end Black History Month than with the shortest, whitest comic on the planet? Uh, well done. <laughs> well, you know, uh, listen, uh, you got to transition into uh, into other months. I mean, there's 11 other months to deal with. I'm transitioning right now. I really am. Every day they say you lose more testosterone every day after 30 as a male, and I feel like I'm uh, I'm becoming a chick. It's scary. It's really bad. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure your wife really appreciates that, too. Yeah, my wife. Uh, I've learned a lot about women's rights and lefts and uppercuts and kicks to the groin lately. She is not. She has a temper, that Lebanese lady I'm married to. I'm talking about Carrie Louise, for your listeners, uh, my lovely bride, who's very funny. She stabbed me the other day. First time ever. Broke the skin. Uh, now, uh, technically, it was an EpiPen, and I wasn't breathing at the time, but still very violent. Um, but we're there for. I gave her the Heimlich maneuver a couple months ago, and she got very emotional because she wasn't choking at the time, and I wasn't wearing pants, and I may have had an erection. I don't remember, but we um, we are no longer welcome in Costco. I'll tell you that. That's uh, a new development in the Cotter family. So I was, uh, as I'm on the uh, the Tom Cotter website, I was going through the uh, the calendar. You're doing all these really cool charity events. You're doing uh, uh, the Joe Namath charity event, the Matt Light charity event. I mean, there's a, there's a you're kind of rubbing elbows with some pretty cool people here. Well, you know, two arch rivals, too. Yeah. The Jets. I mean, when I do the Namath thing, it's all Jets guys. Uh, Greg Buttle hosted, and he's very, he was a great linebacker for them back in the days. Great guy, funny guy. And then the Matt Light thing. The problem with that is, as you know me, I'm you know I'm uh, five six on a good day, and hanging out with those guys, Matt Light, I'm at ass level. Can I say that in the air? <laughs> yeah, sure. My eyeballs are at buttocks level with him, uh, and if he turns around, it's it's horrific. So I don't like being around those gigantic human beings. But you know what the hell? I'll right. do whatever they want me to do for charity. You know, my brother gives fifty percent of his income to charity. That's his ex-wife's name. So it's uh, it's good to give back. I find I'm on a new, I do a new one now. Um, it's a knockoff. Uh, it's for kids with head lice. It's called Shave the Children, and you know, people should give to that if they can. Yeah, that's hard to get rid of, by the way. The yeah. head lice. Yeah, I, I I never had a problem with that. Not with your head of hair. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I bet. Here's a weird true story. I had crabs when I was a cop on Nantucket, and when you're on Nantucket, there's only two pharmacies back then on the island. Everyone knows who you are, uh, especially if you're a cop and you're in a polyester uniform every day. So I had to actually ask the girl that I was dating that I had just given them to uh, to go in and get the medicine for me, the shampoo and the comb thing, and she did. What a good woman. Wow. You should have you married that Yeah, that you should have held on you right there. One. I should have. She's very wealthy now. Um, I screwed up. <laughs> yeah. She was a fish that got away, wasn't yeah. she? 
So yeah. So how how your how your kids doing? You, the the boys are getting pretty big. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all bigger than me, but that's just you know genetics and uh, it's frightening. I don't know. We're going to go on the Murray Puppet Show because they can't be mine. They're all taller than me. I was going to. I was going to um, ask you: Are yeah. they related to you or not? Because your entire family seems to be towering over you. Yeah. Uh, they are <laughs> I make cookies in a hollow tree. I know who I am. I live in a shire, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know. A crowded elevator smells completely different to me than it does to everybody else. And, um, that, that people should really not try to make a visual out of that joke. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 the kids are well. Everybody's happy and healthy. My wife doesn't like their boyfriends. I mean, they're, well, they're, they could be boyfriends. I'm not saying anything against that. Uh, but they, they don't like, my wife doesn't like their girlfriends. But in fairness, she doesn't like my girlfriend either. So I get that. Uh, <laughs> And I'm very jealous of her ex-boyfriends, like the guy from last week. That guy, what a what a dick! Uh, and he was a jerk too. He really yeah, was. that's too bad. Um, yeah. So I get to be in Mogey and Son, where they have smoking sections and non-smoking sections. It occurred to me they made us wear a mask all during COVID. Where was the concern about what I was breathing in when my parents were chain smoking in the car in the '60s and '70s? And that's why I'm this short. This is they stunted my growth. I smelled like an ashtray my entire life. Yeah. And my uncle died eventually. Smoked three packs a day. Died of a, a throat. Uh, what do you call it? a noose? Uh, he was um, <laughs> he was hung, uh, <laughs> and he was hanged. It was very sad. Uh, but anyway, yeah, my family. Yeah. We don't want to go into that right now. Uh, those Paul Malls will get you one way or another. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. horrible. I really stank. My hair smelled like cigarettes my whole youth. Back then, we smoked in smoking sections uh, in restaurants, All the, and we smoked. We ate in smoking. I flew in smoking sections. Everywhere, there were cigarettes around me. <laughs> there was an ashtray on every flat surface in my house growing up. It was scary. You know, and the, the, the crazy thing about it is your dad was a, a doctor. Was he like a, like a neurologist or a brain surgeon? He was a neurosurgeon. When you would go to see him in his office... Both of his secretaries chain-smoked, and he smoked a pipe. You would literally walk into a fog, walking into a doctor's office. That's the way it was. We were, we were just talking about this last week, how my parents used to hotbox me in the back of the car by having the windows completely rolled up and chain-smoking cigarettes on, a, on any given trip that we would take. Yeah, up to New Hampshire to go skiing. So it's cold out, so they would open that little triangle window that you had by the driver's side. That little thing, and they thought that little crack window would save us from ingesting all this secondhand crap. <laughs> and I, yeah, uh, thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. Great parenting. Real healthy. Real. Health. I mean, I remember my yeah. parent, my parents' car. The the ashtray was like overflowing. Like they, like it never occurred to them maybe we should empty this thing. And my dad would pipe smoke, so like the whole roof of the car looked like it had been you know firebombed. It was like all black and sooty and. And all it, it was it was absolutely disgusting. That is gross. Yeah, yeah it's really I, gross. Yeah. My I, I we I think we all had very disgusting parents. Yeah, eating in a smoking section at a restaurant. My mac and cheese always had that hickory smoked flavor. From my dad's <laughs> Paul Mall. Thanks, Dad. I, you know, but I was a horrible. I'm a horrible parent. Who am I? You know, we tease Cam and Harry. Um, I'm tased. I'm sorry. We tase them uh, because they're bigger than us now, and I I can't really discipline them. Um, when we, when they were young, we would never yell at our kids. We preferred more of a creepy whisper from under their bed at three in the morning. Very effective, <laughs> uh, and that's why they're in therapy. Everybody.
Oh, it's, uh, uh, the mo- there's monsters in my closet. That's okay. The the ones under your bed are the ones you really got to worry about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> That's, they're the real frightening ones. Tom Cotter is going to be at uh, Mohegan Sun, the Comics Roadhouse, on the 29th, 1st, and 2nd of March. Tom, it's great to talk to you. Best of luck, and uh, have a great uh, great time at, uh, at Mohegan. Thank you, gentlemen. Always great to chat with you. Thanks, Absolutely. Tom. Comedian Tom Cotter with Bax and Nagel. On Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 826 and Ozzy with Max and Nagle on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown has the forecast, the very detailed forecast uh, from the Western Mass News, whatever they call that thing. I uh, yeah, see yeah, the, the weather center or something like that. Anyway, uh, weather, real qu- weather depot. Right. Uh, real quick, uh, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. By the way, did you realize it's uh, now the fourth anniversary of uh Baxi's musical podcast wow this week how about yeah. that i'm telling you what i'm telling you what uh my guest this week is cheryl pavelski from omnivore recordings this is a woman who's won four grammy awards her last one was just a, a couple weeks ago for a a box that she's been working on for 17 years it's an amazing one called written in their soul the stack songwriter demos it's an amazing amazing collection of songs uh you know hit, many of them were major hits for you know, uh, Otis Redding, Sam and Dave, the uh, staple singers, yeah, go on forever. It's a great collection, and uh, you can hear that on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Rock102.com. It's all brought to you by Metro Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram of Chicopee. And next week, I got another great one coming up. I'll tell you more about that later in the week. Hey, uh, Starbucks uh, finally got something uh, might be interested in: pork flavored coffee. Ooh. But it's only available in China right now. They did it for the start of the Lunar New Year this month because, quote, eating meat means prosperity in the coming year. It's uh, called the Abundant Year Savory Latte. Uh, Well, coffee and bacon aren't that weird together. That's uh, really not what it is, though. It's espresso and steamed milk mixed with a pork-flavored sauce normally reserved for Chinese food. Mm. Then they top it with more pork sauce and add a thin sliver of pork as a garnish. Listen, I, I love pork. Don't get me wrong; it's one of my uh, probably my, my one of my top ten favorite meats. But I really rather not have pork infused coffee. Really? Yeah, no, I'm all. Uh, What's wrong all with pork infused coffee? I'm still trying to get over the fact that uh, Starbucks is selling a drink that's a combination of coffee and olive oil. Yeah, that's uh, that's something to make you make it. It makes it push through you a little bit faster than it would be a normal coffee. I, w- I would think like a bulldozer is what it would do. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, like like a bulldozer going down a very steep hill. Yeah, you got a caterpillar inside of you. That's uh, that's what's that's what's going on there. You need a heavy machine operator to, to, not to navigate cat- the thing. Not a caterpillar at this point. It's now a pupa. But I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta tell you though, I um, a pupa. <laughs> Went to Chinatown yes. uh, in New York City uh, yesterday, or two days ago. And um, while we were there, we popped into one of these little convenience stores. It's it's one of the, it's, it's like a modern convenience store that has all these like Chinese provisional items. Okay. But it's like American items, too, but it's, it's all with the Chinese labels on them. Sure. And I got a bag, a, a small bag of Doritos, regular Doritos. Right. I got to tell you, they taste so much better than the American version of Doritos. Really? Because the ingredients are different. There's no uh, high uh, fruct- 
fructose, was it? High fructose corn syrup. Corn syrup. Is that corn. Oh, corn. I, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I totally Must have misread did. the label. Yeah, I totally misread the label. But it, it had no it, wonder it tasted better. It's it, the, you know the label the, the ingredients are translated and it's like it, it doesn't have vegetable oil. It's palm oil instead. It's like yeah. all these different things in it that and it's simple ingredients and they do taste a hell of a lot better than the uh, the ones you buy uh, like around here. Sometimes I really truly believe. That back in like the 70s and 80s, yeah. things just tasted different and better. Yes, they did. And it's because of the ingredients. We have cheapened up the ingredients here for our food supply, Where, I, but I can't imagine they're spending more money on the ingredients. I, I don't know. Maybe there, you know, there are things that they're using that we're no longer allowed to use. I, a friend of mine who, uh, who was from England told me that the Pringles over in England taste way different than and better than really the pringles you can buy here in the grocery store because of the different ingredients there's, there's certain restrictions that they can only put in it has to be made a certain way i wish we had those things. <laughs> why, can't we, why can't we have delicious pringles here in the studio i'm telling you it's a it's a, it's a big change i don't know if i'd go for the pork flavored coffee no but. no 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 that's a, that, those things really should be separated they absolutely should it's 831. We have news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first. 834 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Freedom Credit Union. Freedom is yours. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, let's do some Connecticut news since uh, our, our local news station doesn't update their stories from six days ago. <laughs> okay. They just, I'm looking at the 22s, uh, breaking news, and it's like uh, 21 people shot at a Chiefs parade. Uh, that happened last week. Yesterday, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I did a, a story uh, of a gas leak that happened on Bernie Avenue, and one of the medical buildings had to be evacuated. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was breaking news on the website. But the story said, you know, the gas leak that happened on, uh, like, Friday... Everybody was back in the office within an hour. Well, that's not breaking news. That's no. that's news that is broken over. It's broken and, and it's over. It's like it's I call it Humpty Dumpty news because apparently twenty two can't put it back together again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. You know, you know, they talked about you know, and and it's a horrible story. A woman died in a pedestrian accident on Friday. And they're passing the story off with no other details other than what they saw, which was which was police, police tape. tape. I, I mean, it, it's a little. I think it's a little insulting to 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 people who want to you know maybe vic, family members or something. They maybe have some more information about something like that. I don't know. I just I don't know. It, to, to me, if that's the best you can do, <sighs> is say that you saw police tape on the scene of a yeah. potential crime or you know like a you know like a fatal situation you know that's not telling me anything i want to know it's completely unnecessary we went to the aquatic concert guess what we saw people waiting in line and loud music and we couldn't get in because we were too late to the party <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> Uh, a trial for one of the it's, it's, it's the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Guess what we saw? A bunch of very tall guys in suits. Oh my goodness! 
What are with, we doing here? With with gift bags from Mohegan Sun. Uh, a trial for one of the suspects arrested in connection with the disappearance and death of a mother from New Canaan, Connecticut, be- began on January 11th. The fate of uh, Michelle Traconis will be de- decided by a jury at Stanford Superior Court. Uh, Traconis is the ex-girlfriend of Fotis Dulos. Fotis Dulos was charged with murdering his estranged wife, Jennifer Farber Dulos, in New Canaan. Uh Jennifer Farber Duloso disappeared after she dropped her five children off at school the Friday before Memorial Day weekend back in 2019, while Fotis Dulos, who killed himself in January of 2020, was the main suspect in the case. Traconis was charged with conspiracy to commit murder, tampering with physical evidence, uh, hindering prosecution, and other charges. Jennifer uh, Farber Dulos was officially declared dead by the court in October of 2023. They, uh, I remember they, uh, people were upset that they dropped the murder charges on this on this guy after he died. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand that you want to see something significant happen, but you can't charge a person who is dead. That's the that's why they do that. It's not like you know they're just doing that because they feel the man is innocent. Yeah. It's just one of those things that they have to clear from the docket of the court. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I, I mean, what, what? How do you designate that? I mean, if you if you are if a crime has been solved and the person who committed the crime is now dead, yeah, or died in prison, or you know, whatever it may be. I mean, I, I no, he killed himself. This guy. yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that uh, you know, how do you resolve a crime if you can't press charges right. or you, or you right. can't designate somebody? And the crime. I don't. I. I. You know, I don't know how the. I don't know how the law works. Boy, we didn't go to college. No, I've just never committed a crime that you know about. Oh, well, there you are. A uh, Fairfield public schools employee was arrested for child pornography possession. Uh, faces more charges. Twenty-four-year-old Peter Wheeler Jr. of Fairfield was charged on Tuesday with uh, two counts of risk of injury and impairing the morals of children, and one count of fourth-degree sexual assault. Uh, Wheeler was first arrested on January 23rd. Since then, Fairfield police say they continued their investigation to potential criminal activities that involved him. During the course of the investigation, detectives uncovered information that indicated the possible victimization of two juveniles. Uh, you know, it's just a, another dirtbaggy uh, story uh, about things like this. But when you hire people, you really should judge the book by its cover. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at well, the mugshot of this guy going, I wouldn't put him in the presence of kids. Okay, but he may be very good at his job. Apparently he was not okay, very well, good at his I job. Suppose. But it's just like, it's okay to judge people sometimes, especially when you're in a setting like that. He doesn't look like the kind of guy that would be, I don't know, uh, not to say that people who aren't well kept yeah. are, are are not ca- not capable of doing things like well, this. Well, a lot of I mean, a, a lot of times, terrific crimes or horrific crimes are, are uh, committed by people that look like normal people, right? And sometimes uh, people that look a little sketchy are not sketchy at all. Just uh, they are for whatever reason uh, ill formed. But you should go with your instincts. Though, well, I mean, on I, some I, of these things. I, I hate to judge anybody just based on what they look like. And, uh, I mean, like, if I judged you, you're a very imposing, intimidating guy. How do I know you're not sketchy? Because you know I'm a big teddy bear deep down inside. Well, I know that, but I don't know what you do in your in your downtime. Wouldn't you like to know? No, I don't really. I don't really care to know.
A uh, man was caught on camera robbing Girl Scouts who were selling cookies outside of a Walmart in Fort Worth, Texas. You son Son of a bitch. bitch. According to the uh, Fort Worth police, the theft happened on February 11th at around 2 p.m. near the entrance of the Walmart. Surveillance video shows the suspect walking past a Girl Scout cookie stand, quickly grabbing their bag containing the money they earned from the day and then running away into the parking lot. Police are still searching for the suspect. Anyone with information is asked to call the uh, the detectives in Fort Worth in case you just happen to be down there. I'm just giving you the information. All right. The Girl Scout cookies. Um, I, and, I, and I'm saying this not as a criticism to the Girl Scouts, but the manufacturers of the Girl Scout cookies. You know how much they are now? Oh, yes. They're I six do. bucks a box. Yeah. I remember when they were $3 a box. Well, you know, but here's the, here's the kicker. The cookies are smaller, and the packages contain less cookies. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. See, that's a bunch of crap, too. We got a bunch of uh, of Girl Scout cookies. We bought, like I don't know, like 15, 16, yeah. 30 of them, and uh, we were stunned by how small, yeah. like the uh, those Samoas, which I love so much with the, with yeah. the toasted coconut. Oh, those are delicious. They're so small now. Yeah, yeah, I just it's it's I, not right. I honestly think that they uh, maybe should come up with another product to sell. Girl Scouts. Yeah, it's something more profitable. the The problem is you're not getting a whole lot of money from the sale. What do you think that the percentage of the sale is goes back to the Girl Scouts for the uh, for the sale of the cookies? Ten percent, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe less than that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, I see, see the kid outside the store in my town uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, oh, I could get, f- I got 20 bucks in my hand. I could get four boxes because I'm thinking they're still under $5 a box. Yeah, right. And then I'm like sticker shock when I see how much they, they're $6. So I wound up buying two boxes and then told her, keep the change from the 20 and put it towards the organization. You're going you're gonna to get, you're going to benefit better that way. Than by trying to sell uh, these cookies. Yeah. Uh, the Girl Scout troop learn, earns at least eighty cents per box of cookies sold. That's not a lot. It's not actually. That's a little over ten percent. That's uh, what six bucks a box. What is that? Twelve percent. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, they sell about two million boxes per year. Two hundred million. So that winds up being. It winds up being a profit of $800 million, but if only 80 cents of that goes to the troop that sold it, then the ones that are really profiting are the cookie companies. Are the cookie companies split with the National Organization of Girl Scouts. Yeah, I I am more of the believer in either making more of a profit on something that you're selling Mm -hmm. or just... Asking for donations, uh, having a, your own like little fundraisers that all the money goes to your organization versus a. I, I know people want something in exchange sometimes, yeah. but it's so much better to just you know run. But people love the Girl Scout cookies, and if you yeah. if you suddenly took that away from the Girl Scouts, people would. I think some people would really well, miss those cookies. You can buy them at the Dollar General. They're not called Girl Scout cookies, but they're exactly the same. And then there's Samoas. Well, well, there's something called a some. It's not called a Samoa. It's a 
mimosa or something. <laughs> and you're not selling mimosas at a Dollar General. See, you know what? You want these kids to make a profit, start uh, giving them licenses to sell alcohol. Yes, Girl Scout nip bottles. A lemonade stand or a Mike's Hard lemonade stand. You know what I'm saying? You could uh, you could make a ton of profit off that. Think about how much, you know. Hello, my name is Ashley. I'm with the uh, the Girl Scouts of uh, Wilbraham. I would like to sell you from door to door uh, uh, an array of sh- uh, shots yeah. from uh, Fireball. By the way, I also have this uh, cooler bag full of white claws. Does anybody want one? <laughs> See, you, no one's jumping at the idea of of white claws over cookies any day. No, but I, uh, you could make more of a profit by uh, by doing that. I don't know. Remember, there's got to be something. Remember the kid out in Colorado who was uh, kicked off the street because she was selling him outside the cannabis dispensary, which was the best idea, right? And the Girl Scouts were like, "No, you can't do that. Why not?" It's that's the best place to sell stuff. Like I once that. saw a woman get kicked out of a swim meet for selling Girl Scout cookies to a bunch of uh, parents. You know, the parents are trapped at a s- swim meet for three or four hours. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and she was told to leave because they wanted people to only to buy the concessions that they were selling. So, what would you rather have a a a, a, a sweaty hot dog that has uh, like a light tinge of chlorine in the in the bun, or would you want Girl Scout cookies? Well, I think the answer to that is Girl Scout cookies. But I don't she was know. i to leave. I'm more of a chlorine guy. That's how I keep my pH balance. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be mostly sunny with a high of 39. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 43. It's 15 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. If you classic rock, it's 8.53 in the Stone Temple Pilots of Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a uh, high of 39. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 42. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, I always uh, love to go into a restaurant and then just take it off without paying. Ah, yeah, yeah. the old chew and screw. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah was, that was good old, times the, the in college. The old dine and dash. Yeah, we would do that too. The, uh, the dash and dine, the UMass 5K dash and dine is a little bit different than that. It's uh, coming up on Saturday, April 20th, and in the studio to talk about it is Amanda Zwim from UMass Dining and Drew uh, McConaughey from Train for Life. Good to see you guys. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having us. So just to uh, give us a little bit of uh, background on the uh, the Dash and Dine, this has been going on for a couple of years. Almost oh, definitely, yeah. This is our 13th annual Dash and Dine, Saturday, April 20th, uh, all in the name of raising money for the Amherst Survival Center. Um, this is all about neighbors helping neighbors, and we're very passionate about that. They help the entire community, not just the Amherst area. And we uh, we love to help our our neighbors right down the street. So uh, the only way we can do this is through community support. Now I was just uh, I was on the uh, the runumass.com website, and on the front of it, you have the map of where everyone is is running, and it looks like it's, it's starting off like around the Hamden Dining uh, Commons, and then ending around like the Berkshire Dining uh commons and if i'm looking at this map correctly rather than run 5k it's they're like next door this is like two buildings next to each other i could i probably cut off the middleman and walk 15 feet and get there so we start in the horseshoe between hampshire dining commons and berkshire dining commons and if you want to cheat you could just walk right up the stairs see, to the finish we, line uh, but for me every time that for was me a- and drew here we're going to do a full loop around the campus yeah uh, see that's but, but see now drew you're you're like a, a fitness guy i mean I like i'm uh i'm i'm if i'm doing anything i'm fitness lunch in my system yeah. and that's what i'm doing well we have well, the, plenty uh, of lunch for you the uh 
no matter which which part you go through, there's always a nice hill uh, across that campus. So mm-hmm. even yeah, if you do right. cheat and try to cut out some of the sections, you know, you're still going to get some a little bit of exercise in there. And, yeah, I don't want to get too know, much. The, the course is actually fairly challenging. So yeah, I it's bet a good, it's a good race. So, and, now, Drew, you uh, you own uh, Train for Life. Tell us a little bit about that and what and what your connection is to the uh, the Dash and Dine. Yeah, absolutely. So, Train for Life is uh, located in Chicopee, Massachusetts. We are a group fitness uh, and personal training studio. Um, so we have been involved uh, over the last couple of years. I'm a UMass alumni. I went to UMass, graduated in 2008 uh, with my degree in exercise science, kinesiology, um, and I've uh, been a part of helping to promote the event. Obviously, you know, getting our members involved as well as, uh, you know, helping to uh, lead the warm up that we'll be doing the day of the race mm-hmm. um, and just to, you know, provide some information on how people can uh, properly you know, build up to running their for hopefully their first 5K um, and then, you know, even getting faster if they're looking to you know, go out there and, and get be, uh, make this a better race for them. Uh, now, uh, do you encourage uh, when people are training to gorge themselves on food directly after a race? Uh, I would not normally, but in this instance, when uh, you know the UMass dining is uh, fantastic food, uh, yeah. I I do not hold back. Uh, so you know, we, not on a regular basis, but why not? You know, if, if they're for their feeding you. Why not get in there and enjoy it? And you and you mentioned how how great the food is over there, uh, uh, Mandy. You can you can attest to that. W- world uh, recognized, right? Isn't it uh, like in our nationally recognized? Uh, the UMass we have dining? the number one uh, college dining program in the nation seven years in a row, uh, according to the Princeton Review. We take that very we take that with a lot of pride, and we're very proud of our status. Um, but yeah, we uh, pride ourselves on global flavors, variety, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of different opportunity and authenticity. So healthy, sustainable, delicious is our is our MO, and we stick stick to that. See, we had a, uh, a phone number at Marquette where if someone uh, needed to, they could call poison control immediately <laughs> after dining at any one of the uh, the campus uh, you know, cafeterias. It, there's a... There's a huge leap between what just about all other college campuses do and what Mm -hmm. UMass does as far as food services go. Almost definitely. I think a number one comment we get often from our alumni is they didn't serve that when I went there. Well, we welcome you to come back. Our dining commons are open to the public uh, seven days a week. So we welcome you to come back and try our uh, our variety of flavors. Yeah, we only had uh, Westfield State only had goulash or chicken patties every day. Yeah. You you go go wrong with a chicken patty. You're you're damn right about that, Drew. (laughs) You you can if you have it every day for the entire semester. But uh, but, but, but what UMass Dining does, I mean, this isn't just like a buffet station set up it's got you have authentic chefs like cooking these things it's not just somebody who's hired to heat something up in an oven i mean these are these are good ingredients you get sushi bar right absolutely yeah so we have all day sushi in hampshire we also have sushi in our uh in berkshire as well as we have in worcester and at our um our retail space blue wall um i mean even just last night we had a full haitian dinner uh provided by our uh, executive chef pam of the bake shop but she grew up in haiti so she has all the she's mm-hmm. grown up cooking this mm-hmm. food and so we had an entire haitian community come out the best thing we had at marquette was cheetos and sour cream that was the best thing yeah. you could get yeah. in that cafeteria that's but, terrible. But, but you can you can go in there and buy a lunch. That you can. Yeah. It's yeah. open to the public. Open you, to the public, yeah. yeah. So our, our DCs are open from 7 a.m. through two of them are through midnight. Yeah. Uh, but our uh, Blue Wall retail space is open through like 9 p.m. Um, you can just grab like a lunch there. It's basically like a food court. But we also have over 30 retail cafes. So grab a coffee, grab a snack. Um, and we're open to like to the public, to our students. Now, we just welcome everybody. Again, this is uh, Drew McConaughey and uh, Amanda Zwim talking about uh, the UMass 5K Dash and Dine. This all goes to benefit the uh, Amherst Survival Center. Tell us a little bit about what they do. 
So the Amherst Survival Center is a community-based organization where they provide different resources to those who in, uh, in need, possibly. So it could be um, if you're food insecure or if you just need some help getting on your feet or any kind of, um, if you need, like, clothing or any, they have a lot of different programs, with a lot of different resources. And it's for people beyond just the Amherst area. It's for the entire Western Mass area, anybody who needs it. Um, and there, we have a longstanding relationship with them and what they do is very important to us and we're happy to support. That's great. awesome. Uh, again, the, uh, it's happening on Saturday, April 20th. If someone wanted to sign up or help out, what should they do? RunUMass.com. You can also go to the UMass Dining Facebook page where you'll find all the information right there. 9 a.m. registration, 10 a.m. fun run for the kids, and 11 a.m. start. 11 a.m. is a very reasonable time to start a race. <laughs> Excellent. Amanda Zwim from uh, UMass Dining and Drew McConaughey from uh, Train for Life. Good to see you guys. Thank, Thank you very you much. Best of luck on the, on the 20th. Thank you. It's uh, 8.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 